So think about this. What if we were all the same? Kind of sounds like a weird movie, right? We all had the same hair. We all had the same body shape. We all had the same height, weight. We ate all the same foods. Well, it seems kind of boring. And again, it seems kind of like a weird movie that they probably already have made out there. But, you know, I think when it comes to women, we often think that exact same thing. We think, well, what if I was like my, you know, neighbor, friend, you know, some other person? We forget that each of us are individuals when it comes to how we look and when it comes to our shape, our weight, the food we eat. And we start to think, oh, well, if my coworker or neighbor or friend, well, they ate this certain food and they lost weight. They went on this popular fad diet and they look, you know, really great. So I'm going to do that too. And we forget about that each of us are individuals. And then when the results that we wanted don't happen, we fall into this cycle of shame and regret. And food doesn't become fuel at that point. It becomes the enemy. On today's podcast, I am talking about that exact thing with Latina health coach Carla Salinari. She is on a mission to teach others that food is not the enemy. Food is fuel. And she also teaches that we each have our own bio-individuality to take into consideration when we are building our plates. This conversation aligns with so much that I passionately believe in. So let's dive in. I'm so excited for you to hear this conversation. It's time to adapt to a plant-based palate, minimize waste, and respect our environment. Hello, we are Joe and Sarah Hayes, and we are the hosts of the Bowl of Life podcast, where we are encouraging you to join the plant-forward food movement. It's time for vegetables to move from the side of your plate to the center, and we are here each week to help you do that. So if increasing your vegetable consumption and limiting your animal proteins sounds like a win-win to you, go grab a spoon or fork and let's dive in to learning more about how you can be plant-forward. Hello and welcome back to the Bull of Life podcast. Today I am so excited to have with us holistic health coach and founder of Flipbox, Carla. And Carla, how do you pronounce your last name? Salinari. Salinari. I knew if I was going to try it, it would probably, yeah, I love that. I came across Carla's Instagram at the Latina Health Coach, and I loved her mission of helping women flip the unhealthy aspects of the relationship with food and add in whole foods to achieve a healthier body weight and a happier outlook on life. So it's so cool flipping the unhealthy aspects. I love it. Let's meet Carla and hear why she is so passionate about teaching others to eat more whole foods, including vegetables and more plants. Hello, Carla. Welcome to the podcast. Can you, hi, Sarah. Hi. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and just what led you on this mission to become a health coach with a plant-based message and also the message of flipping our relationship with food? 
Yes. Hi. Well, well, thank you again for choosing me to join your amazing podcast. It's always an honor to connect with like-minded people that are part of this health and wellness journey as we try to, you know, just reach a broader audience and just help promote um, better quality of life through improving our food choices, right? So um, my journey started about seven years ago. Um, uh, I would say maybe six and a half years ago when I was pregnant with my daughter, who is uh, now six. And, you know, I, I, my background is Latina. I am Puerto Rican. Both of my parents are Puerto Rican. I was raised in Miami, again, very submerged in Latin culture and just, you know, um, a very unhealthy relationship with food from a very young age. You know, it was an all or nothing mentality we were either dieting or we were overindulging. And that's how I grew up. That's how I saw my mother grow up. She was either crash dieting or just, you know, having a very um, unhealthy lunch, breakfast, or dinner. And there was never that um, level of, you know, education or, you know, just um, I'm going to balance out something that might not be as nutritious with something that's more nutritious and just have like some kind of healthy balance. Like I said, it's, it was all very all or nothing. And of course, you know, we learned by example, and I kind of, you know, grew up the same, um, fell into unhealthy habits as early as, you know, freshman year of high school. That's, that's when I remember, you know, comparing myself to other girls in my high school and thinking, oh God, uh, you know, what am I going to do in order to look thinner or, you know, get things faster, that quick, fix all the time that mentality of, you know, what can I do right away to, you know, get skinny and, you know, look like everyone else. And, you know, that I, I remember vividly, you know, um, around that time, freshman year of high school, and, you know, it just got worse throughout the years. And then the years passed, I, I, I ended up in, in New York for school and um, ended up staying here. And again, it was that it was, you know, working out probably way too much now looking back and um, crash dieting Monday through Friday to then go to happy hour on Friday to then overindulge on the weekend and start over again on Monday. So that, you know, that unhealthy relationship around food and also that anxiety and, you know, and that shame around, um, you know, oh God, I, you know, I, I just ate so bad this weekend and how am I going to counter, counterbalance that? And the only thing I knew was I have to go to the gym two times a, a, a day and I'm going to fast this whole week. And, and, you know, just, just that unhealthy relationship around food, but here I am pregnant, right. And not being able to do that and having absolutely no idea how to get healthy and by healthy, meaning how to establish a balance that worked not only in the moment of my pregnancy, but also after my daughter was born. Right. And I thought to myself, I have no idea right? Because I wasn't taught that. Because culturally, you know, women um, in my culture are expected to look a certain way, but there is that lack of education as to, you know, what are the foods that keep you healthy? What are the things that you should do in order to eat to nourish your body, right? With the, there's no talk of that. But there is the talk of make sure you don't gain weight, make sure you always look your best, you know? Right. So, um, 
my daughter comes into the world and I, you know, I'm sent home with this beautiful child and um, a very unhealthy body weight. I gained 82 pounds during my pregnancy, a very unhealthy 82 pounds. And again, you know, I, I was fa I was faced with um, the shame, the fear of not knowing how I was going to take it off in a healthy way because the only way I knew how was the extremes and then I thought I have to um, do something that is going to help me and I decided to enroll in nutrition school and I did and in the moment it was just for me I had no idea that this was going to turn into what it has turned into which is of course a blessing but in the moment I didn't know it was going to be this way and I thought I just have to learn I, I am lacking that education I am eager to learn and um, while in nutrition school I remember having so many aha moments and just understanding that food is gas for this for this vessel right if we see food as fuel for the body if we see food as medicine right everything starts to change our relationship with food starts to improve because food becomes that that gas right food becomes that fuel right and if you know comparing our bodies to like a car right which we love and we appreciate our car right we're not going to you know give it the crappiest gas or you know not take care of our car or you know wait until it's at empty in order to give it um the worst possible gas right so if, if, if we don't treat our vehicle that way you know why would we do that to our bodies right so it's learning to understand that food is medicine that food is nourishment started to change my relationship with food and you know a healthy body weight just became a healthy side effect right of that and i thought to myself in that moment sarah i thought wow more of the latina women in my community need to hear this this is the missing link this is the secret sauce right yeah. understanding that food isn't the enemy food isn't something to be ashamed of food isn't something you hide right or you you eat when nobody's looking because you're embarrassed that somebody's going to see you eating something that you shouldn't because it's going to make you gain weight or or whatever um you know food is that instrument that you need in order to have energy proper digestion a strong immune system, mental clarity, right? Hormones that are working the way that they should. And that's how I started a, a blog, a community blog that I would just, you know, share with my friends as part of, you know, the excitement of everything that I was learning mm. and the eagerness that I felt to share this information with anyone that would listen, really. And I'm like, guys, listen to this. You know, if we, um, you know, put a plate together of fat, fiber, and protein, you know, we, we don't spike our insulin levels and, and we're hungry in 45 minutes after we eat, which is usually what happens if you have, you know, a carb, unhealthy carb loaded lunch, right? Of, of like pizza or like a sandwich or whatever with potato chips. And, you know, understanding that fiber rich vegetables help with your digestion and that healthy fats help you um, have sustained energy and that, you know, salt is a mineral that's 
the body needs, right? Electrolytes and iodine and things like that. And we shouldn't be so scared of the salt as we should be scared of the sugar and the processed foods, right? So it's like all of these things that we have been taught for so long and debunking all of those myths. And I thought, you know, more people need to hear this. And that's how the Latina Health Coach was born. And through that, I thought, you know, I also don't want to give up the flavors of the foods that I grew up with, right? right? Because there's so much a part of my culture. There's so they, they, for me, and I know that I speak for a lot of people throughout different cultures, just not the Latin culture, right? It's, it's, it brings us home. It has a sense of nostalgia in a good, positive way, right? So I, so here is where I started to, what I, I coined the phrase, flip the recipes and, you know, bring back old recipes and just use better quality ingredients because it is possible to do that, right? You don't have to give up the foods that you love. We just have to learn how to upgrade them. And we have to feed ourselves and our children with purpose. And we have to fall in love with foods that love us back. And that's where this whole movement of the Latina health coach started. And, you know, the phrases that I love to use with my clients of, you know, look at your plate and ask yourself, does this plate of food that is in front of me meet meet the, the goals that I'm trying to achieve, right? Is it going to help nourish my body? Is it going to help lower my cholesterol? Is it going to help me feel nourished, improve my digestion, boost my immune system? And if it doesn't, then let's upgrade it so that the next plate is better without having anxiety, right? Without feeling ashamed, without letting food control your emotions, right? Just having the education to be able to do better and to feed yourself and your family better, right? So through through improving the choices of the foods that you're making, basically. Mm, so many good things that you just brought up and said, like so many. So how, how receptive, when you started to change your diet, because mm -hmm. sometimes, a lot of times when that happens, like family can give you pushback, right? Like they're like, what, what sure. are you doing? You are eating the food we're eating. Like, so how was that received when you started to like, kind of, kind of flip the recipes and kind of change into a like um, new, you know, way of eating? You know, it's funny that you asked that question, Sarah, because my mom, who is now my client, right? Well, she, she, she's my mom, my client, my support system, my biggest cheerleader. She suffered from diabetes because it runs in my family. And, you know, she would call me and say, Carla, you know, they're going to increase my diabetes medication. And I'm like, no, no, mom, let's, you know, let's understand that if you are you know, waking up in the morning and spiking your insulin levels by having graham crackers and coffee with whole milk, which is a very common um, breakfast in, you know, Latin culture, right? So like coffee with milk and sugar with bread and butter or like a cracker with butter. It's, it's, it's very common, right? You're spiking your insulin level and you're already setting yourself up for spikes 
throughout the day, which just cause you to have unhealthy cravings throughout the day, which are not going to help you regulate your blood sugar levels, right? Mm -hmm. So if you make better choices and understanding why the other choices you were making aren't working, instead of just saying, don't eat, that's going to make you gain weight. Right. But if you understand the science behind it, you naturally choose better. So when we stop focusing on the numbers of the scale, on the numbers on the scale, and we start focusing on food as a means to get healthier, to nourish the body, to get off prescription medication, to live longer, right? In a healthy way, not just to live longer, but to live longer in a healthy way, then you naturally just choose better. So in explaining, in providing education, people become more receptive to the changes. So for example, if uh, flan is, it's egg custard, it's very popular in Latin culture, I can make an egg custard, a flan that doesn't have it, right? That is completely plant-based. And then, you know, I have this recipe on my website. And I made it for my family and I said, guys, give it a try, right? And, you know, and it's not to say that once in a while you can't have the traditional recipe, which is made with, you know, refined sugar and like all of these things, um, because it's not about not ever having anything that you really love, but understanding enough about this that you don't always want to do that, have, have that version of the dessert but that you're open to trying different alternatives that offer a, that offer an upgraded version that is better for you. And you explain why. And in explaining why, people, are, people will most likely say, oh, this isn't so bad. Oh, I can get used to this. And that has been a very successful way of me um, that has been a very successful way of me sharing these types of upgrades, these types of flips with my family members, with my clients and the rest of my community as well. Yeah. And I love that. I love that you are also educating because it sounds like, um, you know, your upbringing was a lot of, you know, like you mentioned, don't eat that, you know, type of thing. So it's like, you're not saying, Hey, Mm -hmm don't eat that. There's a time and a place for, for everything, but let's not eat it all the time. Right. Correct. Absolutely. We're living, we're living in a time where everybody wants to get healthy. You know, this pandemic has opened our eyes and our minds, right. To understanding that we have to make better choices in order to live healthy, healthier lives that we can just, you know, rely on um, the doctors to do it, right? That we were, you know, just a, a little over a year ago, we were, you know, ordered by, by, you know, we were, we were ordered to shelter in place to, you know, um, stay healthy, protect your immune system, but nobody told us how to do it. Yeah. Right. No one told us how to do it. And now everybody is more open to understanding that you can protect your immune system through making better food choices. 
through prioritizing your sleep, through reducing your stress levels, right? Through taking supplements that are going to help you straighten your immune system naturally, right? So we are the silver lining, one with silver lining of, of this, if, if we're trying to look for one, is that people are more open to changes, to healthier changes. And, um, you know, now I am speaking to anyone that will listen, and I am happy to report that everyone is, you know, open to change, open to, you know, receiving information, to receiving education, right? Because if you, if you tell people, don't eat this, eat this, but you're not really explaining why, it doesn't sink in. Mm. Whereas if you provide the education, right? You know, these leafy greens provide vitamin A, A, B, and C. I'm just giving you an example. And they're better absorbed in the presence of fat. So go ahead and drizzle a little olive oil because not only is it going to help you absorb the nutrients and the dark leafy greens, but it's also going to help reduce inflammation in the body. Versus eat a salad because you're going to lose weight. Right. Yeah. The narrative changes, right? So that is just, you know, a, a, something that you can share with, with people and, and, and people just become more open to receiving this information. Yeah, we've um, we just got so much bad information from the mm-hmm. diet culture pushing their message. Oh my God, yeah. That... You know, that people, you know, why do you think, in your opinion, that people gravitate towards that quick fix of the diet culture, you know? Um, yeah, you know, because it's so prevalent, you know, like just so much. Every every new year it comes out and and people do it and that leads them to nowhere and that leads them to that burnout and feeling bad and, oh, I'm just going to go back to the way I used to be. And then that shame starts, right? It's like such a bad cycle, <laughs> It is a bad cycle. And I think based on the feedback that I receive from my clients, it's because there is so much information out there that it becomes overwhelming. So if you hear about a diet that maybe has worked for someone else, you think, right, that it might work for you. So it's somebody else doing the work for you. Unfortunately, what people don't understand, or maybe they don't understand because they don't really know, is that what works for one person doesn't work for the other. It's called bioindividuality. Everyone's different. I have clients that come to me and say to me, I have tried every single diet in the book and I just can't stick to any of them. And I say, have you gotten your hormones checked? you know and 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 it's you know they could be two co-workers eating exactly the same meals which is usually what happens right you, you know you have a co-worker who has been very successful on a diet you think it's going to work for you you start doing it it doesn't work for you for because you think you don't have the willpower or because whatever and then it turns out that it's because your hormones are imbalanced right but because we fall victim of these one size fits all diets and then when they don't work we fall back into old habits you know we have weight rebound which means that then we gain sometimes up to double the amount of weight that we gained before we started the diet right 
this is what happens. And then the diet culture feeds off of that. And then they'll come out with a whole nother fad that then you'll buy into. I mean, it's a, it's a billion dollar industry. And it's, it's that, right? People become overwhelmed with too much information on the internet. And then they find a diet that has worked for a few people they know, and they think that's the answer. Right. Yeah. And usually yeah. it's just more unhealthy choices usually by that. It is. Usually cutting out is. food groups and you're not making oh, yeah. a balanced plate choice at that point. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's why I recommend that everyone should work with a holistic health coach. Everybody should work with a holistic nutritionist. And I say holistic because holistic is different than a nutritionist, right? A nutritionist will say, eat this, don't eat that. When you have a more holistic approach, that means that you learn to see plants as medicine, right? That you understand that plants are not only going to provide vitamins and nutrients and calories, but they're also going to provide nourishment and healing, right? Mm. So that is when, that's the difference between holistic. I truly believe in the holistic approach. I, I of course, believe in Western medicine. Western medicine has allowed us to add an additional 30 years to our lives, right? It's an important part, but you know, usually when we go to a doctor, we're treating the symptoms of something that's going on. When you're dealing with either a functional medicine doctor or a holistic doctor or a holistic nutritionist, um, you're treating the root cause of the issue. And that is very, very important too. And usually when you do that through like holistic medicine is but through plants, right? Yeah. We do that through plants and that's the difference, right? So I always recommend you know, working with someone who can coach you because it's very overwhelming, especially for someone who doesn't have the proper training. And also it's very easy to fall victim of these, like you said, fad diets and diet culture. If you're not working with a trained professional who can hold your hand and really teach you the ropes that is, that is for you, right? Because like I said before, what works for you doesn't necessarily work for the next person. So it has to be someone who is a trained professional who can tailor a program that is right for you. Oh, I love that. And I love mm-hmm. the big word you used of bio-individuality, you know, and I get yeah. that message, especially as women, we just need to keep hearing that over and over again. It's like, it's like for some reason, you know, like, our moms probably told us when we were kids to, you know, well, you know, you have, you know, red curly hair. You're such an, you know, that's so cool. It's such an individual, you know, it's like, uh-huh. kind of like that as we were kids. And then as we got older, it's like suddenly we're looking at, um, you know, Michelle next door and they're like, well, like, why can't I have that, you know, same diet as her and be the same? And it's like, well, we forgot. Exactly. We forgot that we're individuals at that point, you know, like everything works differently. And is that what you coach in your program? Like, do you individually work with people or is it through group coaching? No. So I work individually with my clients. I do one-on-one coaching. I do do workshops and cooking classes, um, but it's very, very important that I work one-on-one with my clients because like I said, everybody is different. And it's funny because a lot of my clients come to me and say, I want to lose 40 pounds. And I'll ask them, what are your short-term goals and what are your long-term goals? And 
and I could say that 70% of the responses are the same and they're, I'm going to, I want to lose 30 pounds. And then it, it turns into so much more than that. It turns into, we have to work on cholesterol or we have to work on, you know, unhealed traumas around food that come from childhood, or we're dealing with, you know, problems metabolizing certain types of food or food intolerances everybody's different that's why when I have people um, that reach out to me via Instagram or via email and they say well can you sell me a meal plan I say no because I would be doing you a disservice if I sold you a meal plan without knowing anything about you oh yeah right because you right exactly because what if you know you need to stay away from inflammatory foods or the next person should really not be eating gluten or somebody you know or somebody else does better on a plant-based diet um or somebody needs to be focusing on whatever it is you know so uh, no i don't do one size fits all anything um and um And I take a lot of pride and I work with a small group of people at a time, meaning I only work with um, about no more than 10 clients at a time because I give them that personalized attention. I allow them to, you know, call me within working hours, any day of the week that they want with as many questions as they want. Um, And I give them that, that hand holding because it's such an important part of the process for the reasons that I explained to you before that people just become so overwhelmed when they're trying to figure this out on their own that they really, really need a trained professional to help them walk through the process of figuring out what works for them, what foods are best for them, what way of eating and lifestyle changes are going to be best for them in the long run and through the rest of their lives, right? Because this is a lifestyle change. This is not just a 21-day fix. This is not just a three-day thing. And this is why I ask my clients to give me six months because it takes that long of six months of hand-holding, six months of shopping together, six months of understanding how to read labels, six months of, you know, it's, it's a lot that we do. Oh yeah, I totally agree. And I mm-hmm. love that. I love how, you know, you really focus on that individuality and that's so, that's so missing in kind of the food culture, you know, like it is. Yeah. And I think that's just so great. And also I think, you know, six months is so good or longer just because there's probably other issues I imagine as well that come up, you know, to create that lifestyle, mm-hmm. right. The mindset the sleep, Absolutely. the, you know, movement part of it, maybe not the strenuous exercise, but like just all of that. It, do you kind of go over those things as well? Absolutely. That is such a big part of my program. It, it usually starts with the shopping list, right? It usually starts with the food and then month three, right? We'll start getting deep. We'll start digging deeper into mindset. We'll start digging deeper into you know, what happened before um, that, that that has changed your relationship with food, right? And we dig really deep into that. And for some people, that is the secret sauce. That is the missing link. And I'll let 
my clients just, you know, do the talking and it, and it has been, it has happened in so many sessions, right? Sarah, where, where my clients will say, Oh my God, I didn't even notice that that's what happened. Yeah. And, and all of these things start to come up and it's almost like a veil has, the curtain has lifted. Right. And they now are able to see where they started where all of this trauma around food happened or where they started to start fearing food or become anxious around food or feel ashamed, right? And then a a big part of my program, I would say just as important as the, the food choices that we're making is accepting and loving their body and respecting their body it is um, huge in Latin culture that we, you know, um, walk around with waist trainers, that we, you know, get plastic surgery. And I'm not by any means criticizing or knocking anybody that chooses to get anything done. But I, I do want to highlight that you cannot change a body you hate, right? So if you are looking at yourself in the mirror, and you're saying, I look disgusting, this belly is disgusting, my rolls are disgusting, you know, and, and you're eating as a form of punishment. You're eating healthy as a ways of punishing your body and not as a way of loving yourself enough to make better choices. You're never going to get to where you want to be. Ah. And that is such an important part of my program. I want to drill it into my clients that they have to love and accept their bodies at every stage of the game. And that doesn't mean that they don't want to lose weight. That doesn't mean that they should stay the way that they are. That doesn't mean any of that. That means that you love and accept yourself enough to want to change, not hate your way to the finish line. Oh, oh, that's such a good message. Oh my gosh, that's so mm-hmm. resonated with me. I just, <laughs> as I'm sitting here, I'm just thinking about my own relationship journey with food and, you know, how often, you know, when people are like, oh, well, you just gotta, you know, love yourself. And you're like, but like, what? Like, what does that even mean? You know, like, yeah. you know, and, uh, you know, but, you know, and it's so central to our lives is eating, you know, we have to eat to live, but then it's like, how, how do we do that? And you're teaching others how to do that with the correct mindset as well. And I just love it because so much of it, you know, is just, you know, like you said, it's ingrained in us from maybe something that happened, some trauma or, you know, something. And we just don't really understand like the why behind it. And mm-hmm. uh, just you, your journey with working with women and is so positive. And I just, Love that. Love that. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, man. That's so great. And just teaching, like you said, and just educating how we should be eating as well, you know, combining the fat, fiber, protein. Hey, not being scared of fats. You know, there's, there's right. nothing wrong with fats. There's nothing wrong with carbs. Let's make it balanced, though. And like you said, like we've missed that education somewhere along the way, and we don't understand the why or how to it. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, we've just been fed so much misinformation, like for such a long time, we were fed, you know, stay away from fat and eat low fat, no fat. But nobody told us that in place of low fat, no fat came, you know, more sugar, right? right. And more processed ingredients. And that is just 
as terrible, right, as eating high saturated fat, right? So just that lack of education, bridging that gap so that you can then choose on your own rather than having somebody else choose for us, right? Because when you have the education, when you have the tools, you make better choices rather than when you're being told what to do. Mm, and you don't really know why you're doing it you're just doing it right and then we pay the price 20 years down the line or however many years down the line because then you're like oh wow all those years that I was eating low fat and fat free I was you know spiking my insulin levels and now I have become insulin resistance and now I have problems with my sugar which can lead to diabetes and Mm. all of these things where I was you know fixing thinking I was fixing one thing but in reality I was damaging something else Mm. And I love that. Mm-hmm. love that wording you used about, you know, like a health coach that is focused on the holistic can give you the tools you need in your toolbox, right. you know, Absolutely. and um, that's so fantastic. So before we wrap up, I did want to ask you about, I noticed on your website, you have a fun, now this might be if you have little ones at home or even semi big ones, <laughs> big mm-hmm. kids, um, a flip box. What is it? Yes. It's so cool. So tell me all about it. Like what led you to create that? Yes. So I, as I mentioned at the beginning of our conversation, I have a now six year old who is the why for why I started all of this. And, um, I built, I created flip box because we have to break this cycle of not having a healthy relationship with food and all of this starts in our own kitchen Mm -hmm. with our children teaching them at such a young age that we shouldn't be fearful of food and that healthy food is the way to go right and just because something is healthy doesn't mean it can't be fun and it can't be delicious and i created flip box flip box is just a healthy version of a cake in a box and it's made with really clean ingredients it's made with all you need is one bowl and one spatula and a few non-processed ingredients to make a vanilla cake that, you know, is sweetened with applesauce and has coconut palm sugar instead of refined sugar. And it's made with coconut flour and it's just better quality ingredients and just as fun. And the kids enjoy it and it's super easy to make. And again, it's a great opportunity to introduce the kids to healthy experience that is just as delicious as like anything box that you would buy at the supermarket. And it's that introduction to a healthy lifestyle while having fun. So it's, it's how to either start them from a really young age on getting interested in eating healthy, or when you're a parent who's struggling with kids who, you know, only want to have the conventional store-bought stuff, this is a really great segue into introducing them to better alternatives, flipping them into something that's just as delicious, but it's also a healthy alternative. And that's where the idea of Flipbox came. Because my goal with all of this is to, you know, not only upgrade our relationship with food for us, the adults, but also do it for the kids so that they don't have to endure what we have endured. Mm-hmm. Um, and that they just grow up just naturally having a better relationship with not only themselves, their bodies, but also with food as well. Mm, I love that. And what kid doesn't want to get in the kitchen and make cake, right? No matter what, you know, like, <laughs> and, right. 
My kids are all about that. Delicious. Yeah. If you can teach them the ingredients <laughs> yeah. along the way, like you said, like in a in a fun way where, you know, um, yeah. you know, it's not like a classroom where, okay, you have to learn this or memorizing this. It's just like sinking in and having fun, doing something fun and creating something delicious. And that, that's exactly. so fun. And so <laughs> absolutely can find out about that on your website. Yes. So you can find out about my coaching. You can find weekly recipes and wellness tips. You can also buy your flip box, everything on my website, www.carlasalinary.com. Perfect. And we're going to link that all in the show notes as well. And uh, the flip box, is it like a subscription or just like a one-time order that you do? No, it's not a subscription. It's a one-time order. Okay. Um, we ship all around the country, including Puerto Rico as well. Um, wow. And yeah, no, so it's not a subscription box. We have we have so many plans for it. We want to convert it into a subscription box in the future. Also add different variations of different things that you can do. But for right now, it's just the, you know, cake in a box with the dye-free sprinkles and, you know, super fun. And it's great, not only for you guys to do at home, but also to give us gifts. Oh, that's so fun. Gift giving idea. I love it. Okay. I'll be headed there to order mm -hmm. stuff for some gifts. That's so, so such a cute idea. Yeah. And where can people connect yeah. with you on social media? Yes. So I'm most active on Instagram at the Latina health coach, where I post daily lunch inspirations, daily posts, which include recipe ideas, wellness tips. I have a series called Lunch with Carla, which offers nutrition tips and quick lunch ideas um, every day, Monday through Friday. And I answer questions. I'm most, like I said, I'm mostly active on Instagram at the Latina Health Coach. I'm also on Facebook. Um, and I just got on this on Twitter. Um, but again, it's all at the Latina health coach. And, you know, again, it's just easy, healthy recipes and wellness tips that will just encourage you to eat more veggies and just eat with purpose and fall in love with foods that love you back. Oh, I love that. I love your mission. I love how you're helping people. We're going to link all of that in the show notes so people can go connect, find out more, learn how to eat for their own bio-individuality and, and more. This is so fun. And thank you so much for coming on today on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure connecting with you and your community. Awesome. Food with purpose, food for fun, food as fuel. Did you resonate with any of that messaging? It's time to flip our relationship with food and start making friends with what we eat, not enemies. I get it. I have a complicated relationship with food too. It's something I have to make a conscious effort to work on every day. But what Carla and I talked about on today's podcast really did resonate with me. Because it was learning that food is fuel that really helped me to start to move into a healthier relationship with what I was eating. It's a journey for sure. And that is why I'm sharing all of Carla's information over on the show notes. So you can connect with her, read more about her story, get recipe ideas, and even learn all about her one-on-one -on -one coaching to discover the tools that can help you build a better framework for your own health and wellness. 
You can find all of Carla's information over at badtothebull.com forward slash 39. Again, that's badtothebull.com forward slash 39. Remember, each of us is unique and our food journeys should be too. Thanks for listening.